Hey guys, welcome back to the Cut, Light, and Smoke podcast presented by zealcigars.com and cigarsoapbox.com. Your number one place to find the soap in your life that will clean off that nasty cigar smell. So go to cigarsoapbox.com for uh, the best men's soap in the industry. And if you want to get dirty and smell a little nasty to people who don't like cigar smoke, go ahead and go over to zealcigars.com for all your cigar needs. So uh, with that said, we're going to be getting into a little bit of a topic today that it's already debatable. It's got Justin on his heels a little bit. He's very, very excited to talk about it. I'm super thrilled to talk about it. And uh, we're talking about the new emergence of uh, chat GPT AI or AI in general and so on and so forth. So uh, you guys may have been watching YouTube videos or see different things about um, you know artificial intelligence and the new uh, format of chat GPT. If you go tap in jet, chat GPT on Google, you'll actually see this. And it's basically an AI where you can type in different things and it's remarkably accurate in what it depicts or what you ask it. Now, it only goes so far because it's only been programmed to go so far, but JB and I are going to be talking about this a little bit simply because uh, we released on Best Cigar Reviews on YouTube the very first AI-generated video of sorts, if you would. So uh, basically, I went to ChatGPT and said, give me the history of cigars, and it gave me basically a 45-second summary, which is remarkably accurate. Uh, it's not anything, if you haven't watched our videos, for a long time, it's not something you you would be super surprised by. You might find some information in there, like cigars were originally you know created by the Mayans and what have you. And we've talked about that um, uh, many times before. But uh, it goes into some things about cigars and what have you without any of the warnings. Now I kind of got around that by telling me the history of it. Anytime you type anything like make me a business plan or do something like this with cigars, it gives you a warning. Uh, you know, cigars are unhealthy and so on and so forth. They're not the best health choices. The best choice is to quit smoking. That's why I say AI absolutely has parameters to it. Um, and if it was really trying to destroy us, it definitely wouldn't put that in there. So like I said, uh, I think that the parameters were put in there by human beings. So, uh, you know, AI can't super learn or certain things like that. Maybe they can and, and so on and so forth. But the idea of Terminator 2 Judgment Day happening again, you know, is slim to none, in my opinion, because it's it's generated by humans. Now, uh, now we've had conversations off air about this, and you teased me several times. We've about, had conversations on air about this. Have we? Okay, I don't I don't remember. We literally had a conversation about the whole iRobot situation oh, a oh. few weeks ago. I don't remember that. Yeah, hundred percent. I remember that. It's probably because I'm getting old. I need to have a uh, an and Elon Musk brain chip. Put basically, in. I said <laughs> until they create. Until they start creating those robots on a larger scale, I don't yeah. see it happening. Sure, sure, sure. That that's a that's how our that, conversation went. Yeah, in the last yeah. Podcast and that was and that it. was like the the iRobot scenario. You Co know, that correct? Was, yeah, yeah. Robots and, taking over the world, kind right, of thing. Right. Well, you told me. Um, I mean, I was I was I was generating this video for yeah. best cigar reviews. And uh, you came in. You told you you teased me two or three times about this. Like, so it's it's, yeah. it's definitely on your mind because you're like you just keep giving AI all your information, bro. You just keep giving. I'm like, well, this was also before I understood exactly what you were doing over there. Right, right. So I will true. say that that's true. That's true. So, um, but then you came out with a with a with a movie clip, and you're like, you gotta watch this video, dude. You yeah, watch dude. This video. Tell and me it didn't fit though. No, it, it was crazy, dude. So there's a new there's a new movie coming out called Megan. I think yeah, that's what it's called. And it's about a little girl who feels teased or what have you. And what she ends up doing is getting this doll from, I guess, her, her, her aunt, aunt that's a developer or something yeah, like that. Yeah, huge, like, artificial intelligence, yeah. robot creator. And she basically gets this doll and says, you know, and programs the doll in such a way. So the premise is this, this aunt creates this doll, this AI artificial intelligence doll. It looks like a little girl looks her age and says, your programming is to protect her from ever feeling lonely or any harm ever coming to her. Well, obviously, when you do that, I mean, AI goes crazy if it's not honed in by a human parameter. So much of our debate is going to be about that. Much right. And so in the movie clip, you can go look at Megan, the movie or some whatever. It's, it's a new one out there. And uh, Megan stands for some kind of like artificial intelligence or what have you. So it's really interesting because the dog goes haywire and, and hurts everybody, tries to hurt the little girl or say anything. And it starts off with a really creepy clip where the, the aunt says, please finish your vegetables. And the AI turns over to her and looks at her at the table and says, if you force a child to eat. Yeah. According to something yeah, research. Yeah. 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 Uh, they, they'll be less likely to eat vegetables when they're older. 
or something like that. And she goes, Megan, turn off. And it, the doll cocks her head like all cocky. And I was like, dude, that's creepy. And she's bro. like, I thought we were having a conversation. <laughs> I was like, what the? That would that would get me, bro. If a doll cocked its head at me like this, where AI came up and was like, whatever. And I was like, dude, no way. You don't you don't get a chance to talk back to me that way. So, anyways, uh, you know, with that said, um, there's been a lot of AI type stuff happen. I mean, there's been a lot of AI stuff. The art generators. Yeah, the art generators are doing some cool stuff. There's some, there's some, I mean, and we have to admit because it's designed and it's by it's been around human, a lot longer than people think. Like right, it's well, been researched since like the fifties. Well, yeah, but like, uh, implementation was with the, uh, very first Siri coming out on the iPhone for, what I understand that was probably, I would say public, there was some public. before that, even, yeah. even in phones, there was some before that, right, but right. that was probably, yeah, the biggest known, like, no, yeah, that's, that's mass marketed yep. and what have you. So, uh, now Siri, there was ask Jeeves and stuff like that right, before. Right. Jeez, I remember ask Jeeves. Yeah. That's how old I am. Um, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's first, a similar concept. Yeah, it's basically Google on your phone, yeah. you know? And so, and, and Google has multiple bots that search things and stuff like that to generate a response. So in one sense, Google is an AI, but Google doesn't necessarily learn. It takes in information. And then we have programmers behind it from what I understand that assimilate that information, uh, using other bots to do that, which yeah, is, I don't know how much machine learning or, or, or or AI that Google uses for their search engine. I right. don't, that'd be interesting to know. I right. don't know. I, I, I'm sure it's tons now, but I'm maybe, and the other, the other, the other downfalls to, you know, an AI generating something for you is it can't be a hundred percent what you want. Meaning like it can't, it can give you a brief overview of something. It can, it can even create a business plan, but you still have to do the work to do all the things. Cause there's so many videos right now on YouTube where they're like, Use Chat GPT to make money. You make, make this, and you can. I made three thousand dollars doing this. I made five thousand dollars a day doing this. And the fact of the matter is, these guys still had to do the work to put products together, to yeah. do back channel links, do affiliate links, things well, like that. And from what you were explaining, with that particular program, it's 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 more set in stone than it is lucrative. Meaning. If I go type the uh, a question of specific way, and you type a question the specific way, like about cigars, like how did how did cigars? What was mm -hmm. the what what was the beginning of cigars, or how did cigars begin, or right, something right, like that? Right. Ultimately, it should give us the same answer. Yeah, it, that it, particular program. It typically will. It typically will. Yeah. But it's depending on how you word it. Like, okay, brief history of cigars. It might do a paragraph. Okay, history of cigars. It gave me like five paragraphs. Okay, and that's what I use for the video. So while I put together the video clips, you know, that you see in there using another AI system, believe it or not, um, that that generated it based on whatever I said. And it's not like any other. It's not like what. It's not like. It's not un. It's not unlike going to Adobe. And typing in whatever image you want, and, and then and, finding it exactly. It's very similar to that, and so uh, it's really interesting, and it is helpful in a lot of ways. Like you would think that AI would be helpful. So, so you mentioned to me like that's that's the big thing. Like off air, you know, we had a customer to go get it real quick, but off air, you just said that's the difference there. Where's it helpful, and where can it be harmful? Right, right. Well, and it's what it's used for, right? Like mm -hmm. the the whole concept in. The whole concept of AI was to help solve problems. Um, the biggest thing was with language, right? right was was right. with um, translation of language, translation, code, things like that. Um, Math complicated mathematics, text as well. to speech, right? right. Um, like I used d dictation is one of the first types of AI that mm -hmm. ever existed. I used dictation on my computer to write uh, papers in middle school. Yeah, that's see, that's that's something where the years between us will greatly show. The progress of AI. So when I remember dictation coming out, um, when I was in college and I graduated, not a program you had to buy because no. there was specific programs right. you could buy and use dictation to okay. write papers. But so, so for me, it was something you had to buy. Okay. Okay. So, so when I was in college, so keep in mind, I'm so old. So I was in college from 90, uh, halfway through 93 to not, I graduated in 98. Okay. So I remember being in college and uh, dictation was big. It just came out. You had to have a separate microphone for your computer. Yep, and the little like skinny that. one. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> so we had those. And as you would dictate things, it would write it out there for you. And that was a form of AI or a certain program. Yes. Now, it didn't learn. We didn't know any of that kind of stuff. They didn't learn to take in all that kind of stuff. We don't know because we're not programmers. Now, our buddy Josh could tell us, yeah, this all, all this stuff now has back-end AI stuff you know, connected to it. 
for for me back then, it was really cool to be able to say, you know, the quick brown fox ro- rolled down the hill or whatever. So, I mean, and it would do it very, very well. Now, in this day and age where we, ha- we you know, we, we say, hey, Siri, do this and hey, Siri, do that. You have tremendous amounts of things that your even your phone can do. Yeah. That, you know, our computers. Remember, the very first computer I had was like a, a Windows 486 with like, uh, two meg- two megabytes of RAM. It wasn't flop- yeah. We had one floppy disk, and we just got this brand new CD-ROM drive. You know, <laughs> so I mean, I remember I remember burning CD-ROMs were huge. Yeah, you know? dude. So uh, as a, as a result of that, you definitely saw some really cool things. You know, really really advanced stuff. But I would say in the last twenty years in particular, things have really been advanced. I mean, they have from go back twenty years. Go back to two thousand three. To where I, we are now. I would say even the last, yeah, 15, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... I would give it 20. You can make a Hollywood... You you can you can make a, a better movie with your iPhone 10 than they had in Hollywood back in 2003. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, like, that. that's just how advanced things have gone. And as we continue to advance, that's one of the things that we're, we're having to become accustomed to is having AI, you know, be integrated in all these different parts of our life. That can make it helpful. For example... Say you're at, at, at a table in um, at a restaurant and you're not sure what you want to eat and they have an AI integrated menu there and they say you know, this I'm I'm hungry for chicken it pulls up all the chicken I'm hungry for a chicken that's hot it pulls up all the Tennessee hot or the hot wings uh, I'm hungry for hot chicken that that meshes well with um, fried potatoes then it brings up these dressings and I want a I want a milkshake then it, it just filters things down very very easily. Uh, does that take the place of a waiter? Not necessarily, because the waiter might know you personally, or might know you know yeah, how the chicken looks that day, or what have you. There's there's probably two big things that that are going to be the, the these are the hardest things that come into AI, right? And that is uh, default reasoning. Yes, because that has to be put input into there, yes. or or the AI AI has to learn it somewhere. The problem is is the only other ways it could learn it would be f- like watching people do it. Right, right. A lot of people do it. Well, there's cameras everywhere today. It, so. Well, and your phone has microphones right, and your phones right. have cameras. And it, it, what, we could get into conspiracies on that all sure. day, but it has to get that information somewhere. And a, a, a lot of the way that humans reason is different than a computer is going to reason. It's just it's right. just the way that it is. Right. And the other part of that is common sense knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, uh, like the number of atomic facts that people, that humans know. Mm-hmm. And even the, the stuff that they know that aren't necessarily atomic facts, right? Mm-hmm. Like those are the hard things for AI to grab. Do you know your IQ? Do you know what your IQ is? Uh, it's been a long time, bro. Okay. okay. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't give you an honest answer. I was, I was, I just took an IQ test the other day. And mine was pretty pretty up there. Uh, it was, I mean, my, my IQ's higher than average. I'll okay. say that. I'll just say that. Um, and so I, and, and who knows how accurate the test is. And I thought the test was actually pretty hard. There were some times I was just, it the Briggs and Meyer or something else. No, that's personality test. This is oh, that's this right, actually that's right. I, this is actually IQ. Um, so I was I, as I took the test, I was looking at stuff, and I got done, and I was like, oh, I'm 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 not far. I'm not a genius, but I'm in between above and genius. I'm I'm, I'm kind of I'm I'm a higher there. And then I looked at that, I, I put that up against just an AI. They have AI tests that you can test yourself against AI. I am drastically stupider than somebody that can gather information like an AI can. I mean, not stupider in the sense of like, I'm not wise. And keep in mind, if there are two types of smarts, there's like book smarts and street smarts. We're just talking book smarts at this point and learning from AI. Okay. We're just talking about book smarts and getting data. At this point, and then yeah, and AI is not going to know. Oh my goodness, that dude's carrying a gun. I should probably not go over. Right, him. right. They're, Give him shit. There. I mean, now who knows if there's a way that they can, you know, if there's a robot one day that can assess, you know, based on how you look, and they can see your face and check it against, you know, FBI things or whatever else like that, and you're having a bad day and you look a certain way, it could it could be on guard against you. But it's using multiple points of data to, to come to that conclusion. Human beings still play on well. The ones of the ones that us, us aren't that aren't so addicted to our phone that we're always looking down at it, and we still make eye contact with people and see how they're feeling and so on and so forth. You can read facial features, yep. you can read body language and so on and so forth. Uh, that's something that that AI would have to work to do 
and we have to program the that's, work to do. That's that default reasoning and right. the common sense right, based right. on facts, right? The fact is, I don't know this guy. The fact is, his hood is up. The fact is, it's dark outside. The mm-hmm. fact is, he's been following me for two blocks. The, the fact is, he's this certain race, this certain race, this certain well, and this uh, kind of thing. Unfortunately, like in, that does get into it. It yeah. gets they, it gets into all those type, type type things at that point. So. You know, with well, AI being, could AI be racist? Could AI be, you well, know? Well, that depends, right? Because yeah. the other side of AI is, uh, the part of it is machine learning, right? Like right, the right. part, how AI learns or how it develops, right? There's two types of way that that AI can machine learn, and it's unsupported learning and supported learning or so, supervised learning. Supervised learning is human input. Yes. So more like the, the system that you're talking about with the, where you ask it a question, it gives you an answer, right? Mm-hmm. That is probably more of a supervised learned AI, meaning it's only going to give the data that's input by people that it was told to give input by. Or that it's searched for. Or that it was told to search for by the algorithm that was written by the person, right? Correct, correct. Now, unsupervised learning would be like what the Facebook servers allegedly did. Go ahead, unpack that. So they had two servers that they were basically created machine learning and AI so that they would communicate. And by gathering, now this is all, they came out and said that this isn't why they shut these servers down, but there's a lot of data saying that this is why they shut the servers down. Okay. It's like 2016 or 17. I think I know what you're referring um, to. Go ahead. So the two servers, because Facebook is one of the most worldly used apps it's the largest social media platform yeah, in the world. There yes. are m- multiple different languages yes. on there. Yes. It took all of the different languages that it was learning off of all the different Facebook pages. And these two servers created their own language and communicated to each other on their own. And Facebook had no way of telling what in the heck these servers were telling each other because it created its own language based off of all of the languages it had learned from Facebook. So they had to that's, shut the servers down. That's creepy, dude. That's yeah. creepy. When it, when it creates its own language that only it understands and it wasn't input there by humans, that's where it gets but a little see, weird. That's what that's all what it comes down to, right? And I didn't think about this. You said it earlier and I didn't really like put it into to context, but like that's the hard part is knowing how to program it within a certain type of parameter so that it can't do that and are there ways to program stuff to where they can't get outside of that which i think yes sure but how do you know well yeah like that megan doll right how did she how did she not know that like there had to be stops put in there or something that that, that's hollywood too so hollywood's going to go for the most i know but i'm I'm exaggerating of course i know but here here's the so there's been let's let's get a drink real quick let's let's recap how AI in theory has played out in Hollywood over the last 30, 40 years. I mean, you, you, you well, Terminator's yeah. number one, bro. Well, that's probably the most popular. Yeah. That's probably the most popular. Uh, Before that, there was 2001 space odyssey transformers. Um, I would say you could kind of consider that's more of an, or, uh, that's, that's an more, origin story though. Yeah. That's more of a, uh, I can't think of quantum mechanics, but yeah. AI could go into that. It wasn't created by humans, though. So that's fair. That's but, fair. So you have 2001 Space Odyssey. That was like back in 70, 70 something, where the this essentially this this computer that was with these guys who were astronauts went haywire and took over. You know, if you would. So, and then um, you have, obviously have Terminator, Eagle Eye. You know, Eagle Eye. I've never that was, seen that. That was one. a Shia LaBeouf movie. I actually, I, saw that, I think I saw that a while back. I don't remember it too much. Um, the, uh, obviously you have iRobot, you had many more coming out since then. Uh, and this new Megan Megan, one you're talking about now. So, uh, I think it's, I think our fascination with AI is this, you know, now here's what I did. Here's what I did when I was talking to chat GPT and I did, I did, I, I watched several of these videos that everyone's trying to make money off this stuff. Right. So I did several of these videos and I did some of the things that they said. If you would, just to see if that would actually come true. you got to put a lot more work than you think. And obviously, I don't have all the time in the day to do it. So I spent one video was like, in 30 seconds, make $1,000 off chat GPT. And I was like, I got 30 seconds. I'll make $1,000. Let's put this to work. 
Uh, after 30 minutes, I didn't get anything working, just so you know, in this video. I was like, this is so stupid. You know, and then I finally went back and I commented on the guy's video. I'm like, you're a fraud. This is, this is a fact. Uh, you have to actually pay for certain services. And I found the back channel links go back to you. You know, so, I mean, you're basically trying to line your pocket for, from a YouTube video, you know, playing off, you know, young kids that want to buy oh, more than baseball shoot. cards. Oh, totally. I totally lit them up. Uh, and I did it th from uh, Zeal Team 6. Yeah, so I totally did it from you know, um, our channel, yeah, if you would. So I, I wanted to make sure that he wasn't, he knew that he wasn't screwing around with somebody who was, you know, just somebody, you know, has got, you know, a hundred subscribers or something like that. So, uh, but, it, you know, so all these things, you know, so I asked, I, I asked AI, I asked Chappie this question, when will AI take over the human race? I asked AI that question. What was fascinating but was... But you asked this specific AI this question. Yes, this, okay. Yeah, this is ChatGPT. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, again, we don't know how it's programmed. We don't know the parameters. We don't know how Correct. it's gathering its information. Its answer was chilling. Okay. Its answer was absolutely chilling because it was very, very emotional in its, in its answer. Um, that is not for some... It, was, it went something like that. So that's something that you need to worry about. Um, my parameters are set up by human beings, which don't want the end of the human race. Um, uh, the likelihood of that ever happening is slim to none, if ever, because I am programmed by humans. And so it was very, tri it was almost coddling. Okay. And, and I, and I said, what if I don't believe you? And then it went back and it, it, even it's, it, it's response was emotional. It was like, uh, I understand how you feel about, I mean, it was like a counselor and I was like, what in the. I can't believe this. See, this that's is, exactly what something that would want to take over would tell you. That's what I thought. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Skynet's real. It's happening now, you know. So, I mean, in the midst of that, I was kind of, I was kind of really uh, put off by that. My, my, my question that maybe some of you guys are maybe asking yourself as you're, as you're listening to this is, you know, what does this have to do with cigars, cut light and smoke and everything like that? Well, there's a police helicopter flying over us right now. Right. Just letting you know. <laughs> They know it's AI coming for us. Um, he, here's the thing: uh, this is going becoming this is going to become such a big part of our culture, our kids' culture, and our grandchildren, our grandchildren's culture. That it's something. If we talk about now, maybe we can be prepared to offset some of the problems it can it can, it can cause. For example, people that that learn to interface more with a computer versus with people is one of the major problems that I see. That's happening yeah. already where people are more comfortable on a date looking at their phone than they are looking at the person across oh, from I've them. Oh, I've seen people, like, I've been on dates, well, not dates, but, like, I've been on, like, in group settings where I've seen couples literally text each other. Yeah, I don't I don't get that. I don't understand that whatsoever. I mean, there's, my, my wife and I have, uh, we have facial expressions that we use uh, when we're uncomfortable with people that we're with. <laughs> we really do. We have, you know, and then we have code words that if we're going to leave, we have code words like, you know, we're out, you know, we're, we're, we're out. Well, you know, it's, it's that time, you know, gotta get going, you know, and so on and so forth. And it's never something I do with, with friends, but there's people, I, if I'm uncomfortable in a setting or something like that, my wife's there with me and I have my own, my own set of, you know, excuses or words or what have you that yeah, I got to go. I got to get something done or something like that. Uh, I think everybody does that, but more and more, I mean, imagine typing that into chat GPT. You know, how do I get out of a bad situation that I don't want? I'm uncomfortable in, you know, or something like that. What would it say to you that way? And so, what you see is not here's here's what you get. Ready? Here's what I'm afraid for the future. Here's one of the problems I see, is that that we're not programming the AI. The AI is programming us for the responses that we should have or that it wants us to have. You know, and so people are asking AI, hey, I, for example, or society's already programmed those yep. responses in through Hollywood music and oh, other sure, things. Sure, sure. So, so here's the other thing too. So I started, I started flirting with AI. AI, I love you, and it was amazing the response. It was like I'm not capable of that. That's something I don't understand. Um, I'm not programmed to understand human emotion or anything like that. But its responses to me were very emotional. It wasn't something. It wasn't something very. It wasn't robotic even. And, and the responses I asked for, you know, when it came down to AI taking over, it was very like coddling, if you would. Um, so, and if you don't believe me, you could type these in yourself. I'm sure you'll get the same response. You know, and I don't know why it gave me this. And, and here's the thing. So I had somebody else, I think I had my, it was my wife or my kids, somebody like that typed in the same, the same question, if you would, and had the similar response. And maybe the wording was just slightly different, but even that slightly, slightly, slight difference, and maybe they worded it differently, but that slight difference is very calculated maybe to the user, the IP address, where it's at, 
you know, maybe it knows I'm an Arizonan. I'm a 48 year old, you know, white male with kids, been married 27 years, things like that. That if it, you know, I, I typed in my name, who is Bradley Reith, mm. you know, and it says I, I'm not, I'm not permitted to know names or addresses of people or anything else like that. So, which I'm sure it probably did know, you know, but it didn't want to. Well, yeah, you could easily program you know, uh, something to go through yellow pages or white right. pages or, you know, but if, I mean, you type my name into Google, you'll find hundred websites, you know, or yeah. something like that. You, you, you know, you find different, different links or something like that to steal cigars or when I was a pastor or things like that, that come up continually. Yeah. There's, it's, it's so crazy. Like, I don't think people really understand how this can really go into the real world application in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. For example, like, you want to know why you can't get a PS5 or those Jordans you want? It's because somebody created a shoe bot that's constantly refreshing that internet page and hitting the purchase button a million times faster than you as a human being will ever be able to do with your computer. So here's here's where it really comes into, like, scary part. Human beings can go in and create their own robots through AI and code, okay, that can go to a, a, a website like Zeal, mm-hmm. okay, zealcigars.com, and you know when this when this becomes available, purchase three. Yep. When this becomes available, purchase our any website, Amazon, anything mm-hmm. else like that, any website. You know, um, create those bots and so on and so forth. So you don't have to shop anymore; it shops for you. Yeah. And then it suggests things for you, very much like Amazon does already. For example, or Pandora I, is one of the first examples of it. Right. Exactly. Every so, time you skip a song. So for yeah, yeah, that that's and that could be generated learning. That could be bots in the background mm-hmm. that human beings put together. But now you have AI putting that together. So. Not only is it putting it together for you and learning your habits, but it's also like it's offering you other things. There's other websites here. There's other things like that. My question is, are the parameters set up so it doesn't suggest certain websites or goes through your history and finds out maybe websites you don't want anyone else to know that you visited, you know, that you thought was incognito, but is not. Can you imagine, for example, all right, here, I'll just get, I'll go into the guys here. We're talking to the men, the real men, the manly men, okay? Um, heterosexual men, okay. Heterosexual men are known to struggle with porn, okay. If you if you type in a bot that finds the latest porn, the latest free porn, or something like that on there, then you have that in there, and you're saying, you know, don't search my history or something. Like that. It's still going to do that. It's still going to still going to find everything like that, and then generate that for you. See what I the here's the question I have: Do the benefits, you know, because that's a really good benefit, by the way, to have a bot that. Shop, shop, shop for you and everything else like that and finds best deals and, and what have you. Um, you, but it doesn't have any safety parameters and it goes into something as dangerous as porn or find, finding an assassin or finding anything else like that you want, okay, on the dark web. Um, that can that can really backfire in a big way. And can, 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 <laughs> can law enforcement, okay, whether you trust it or not, can law enforcement handle the... AI, you know, stipulations of, of all the people who are searching for these type of things, all of a sudden AI, let's say it reports that to the police. Can the police handle all the incoming reports from AI on people who are searching for, you know, drugs, you know, assassins or what have you? Because you can find those things on the dark web. From what I understand, I've never seen, I've never been on the dark web before, so I don't know anything about the dark web, but. Uh, my guess is there's already algorithms and machine learning and, and programs out there that are already flagging those things that people are searching for. That's probably been around for almost probably as long as the internet's but been around. But it still happens. Oh, yeah. It still happens. People people find someone to kill somebody on the Oh, yeah. Web. No, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, they yeah. they But they are, the, the police department probably already gets alerts on those searches would be my guess. Side note, side note on this. Or the FBI. I, I heard something, I heard something recently that I thought was really 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 interesting and uh it was it was really i don't know what the word is um shocking and disturbing um i was watching a video by andrew tate my my favorite youtube star right <laughs> my, my favorite YouTube star. it's so kind of s- funny man i see a lot of people defending him like like that have had him on their show like he was super respectable when he was here he, well, the internet's just making him out to be somebody he's not well i mean <laughs> No, he's exactly who he he's, is. He's, he's like he's like anybody else. I mean, there's good and bad about everybody. So yeah. I think when I when I judge him you initially, you can be respectful and still be a wiener. Yeah, I think I think when I judged him initially, um, I think uh, I I went off just a, a cursory review of what I saw. Yeah, you know, and the cursory review of what I saw wasn't good. You know, if you would so, 
But after watching him for some time now, many months, you know, if you would, there's 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 things that he has. He definitely has to add to the conversation. He's got some really, really he makes some really, really good points. Anyways, as a as a as a as a fighter, essentially, he doesn't I don't know if he fights anymore. Uh, um, he's supposed to be fighting one of the Paul brothers. Oh, is he? Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, dude. That's there's not enough money in that for either of them, probably. So but uh, so in in regards to that, in, re, in regards to that, he was talking about why he never wears headphones anymore. And so a guy came up to him one time. I guess he was walking down the street to get in his car. And it was kind of a rainy, dark time. It's typical Europe weather. Yeah. Um, and the guy came up and tried to stab him. And he went to stop the guy and almost cut his finger off. He shed the scar and everything like that. And, uh, and he says, that's why I don't wear headphones anymore because I want to I want to I want to watch what's around me. You know, yeah. if you want and, and I see so many people that are so easily killed. You know, if, if somebody want to come kill you, they could, you know, if you would. So it was really interesting to hear him say that and then to hear how. um. I mean, that, that, that's that's a programming thought, if you would. When he said that, I, the first thing I thought is. I wear I wear headphones all the time when I ride. Yes, you do. Yeah, I don't. I don't ever. And I never do. You know, I always do. Yeah, I'm I'm always riding to music, so I thought, man, that, that could be really dangerous. You know, if I'm if I'm listening to my music and I'm riding, I'm not listening to what's around me, especially if I'm at a stoplight in the city of Phoenix, which has a higher crime rate than national average. You know, so I'm thinking somebody can come up and just, you know, jack pop your me, bike, jack my bike, hit me or whatever else like that. Um, and I wouldn't hear the screech of the tires. I wouldn't hear the running up of somebody or anything else like that. And my bike's loud enough, but you know, in all honesty, it's something I want to, you know, consider. And, and as I, as I listened to that, I thought that's, that's an, that's an interesting, that's a programming thought. And I thought people watch, you know, Andrew Tate and he's got millions of views and everything else like that. What about people integrating with the AI, asking it questions and then changing their lives to accommodate to whatever the AI set tells them to do. And I thought Man. I thought that was I mean I just heard a, a thought from a See, person and I thought that's a really good point. So <sighs> that goes down to who's programming the AI. That goes down to who's programming who. Yeah. Regardless of who's programming it, people are saying, "Well, the AI said this, AI said that, and it's the smartest thing in the entire world." Yeah, but, but whose who's AI it? is it and how's it written cuz is it actually written to be a machine? Is it written is it okay, so for an AI to be the smartest AI in the world, it would need both supervised and unsupervised learning. Right. And it would need more of unsupervised learning, which means that it would have to have complete free reign to grab every bit of information that it felt necessary in order for it to fill gaps on what it needs to know. So here's my here's my question. So we're talking about something that could have infinite knowledge. Exactly. So it would be consistently learning and, and and adapting. But for something to have infinite knowledge, it has to be God, and it's impossible for AI to be, ever be God because it has human input. So with that human input, if you would, now it can learn more than humans can. There's no doubt about that. And my my question is, without us giving it information. Or it gathering information from uh, from stuff that we've given already, it would not exist. You're talking about SA though. You're talking about self awareness. You're talking. No, about I'm the, just the, saying in general, AI wouldn't have anything to learn if we didn't give it. Meaning, if me and right. you just took ourselves to the woods and we just lived off grid, AI would not have any information to learn from us because we're not giving any inputs, right? Unless it created a bot to come find us it, and and, we, and watch us. us. Correct. Yeah, yeah. That would be the know, only yeah. way. Yeah. So, yeah. So you're you're correct in the way of if humans are not giving the information in some way, shape, or form, the AI is not going to learn it. So let me let me let me take this step further in how this plays into human relationships. So let's say husband and wife are fighting. Okay, husband and wife are fighting, and the husband's really frustrated, and the wife's really frustrated, and they're just not communicating. So you need a counselor to come in, a third party during that during that type yes. of, of thing is a very very good thing. Many couples have gone gone to counseling and have helped many many people. And you, but you don't have time to go to counseling. And so you type that in AI. I'm fighting with my wife about this. What's the solution? Okay. And then AI proposes a solution for mm -hmm. you. And so what you're doing is just doing the programming that AI is telling you to do in order to make, to make it up to your wife. Let's say you just have a very basic need as a guy, like having sex with your wife, very basic need, very, something that's, that's not just basic, but it's very, very important for marriage. Very, very important for a relationship. It's very, very, very important. And so all you're doing is is typing into AI to get that need met, and you're not really loving your wife or caring about the intimacy with your wife. You're caring about just getting that. Just answering a question. Yeah, just answering the question and then getting your most basic need as a husband 
Uh, you know, but the but then the wife doesn't understand that whatsoever. The wife isn't really being loved. She's just being used as a byproduct of the nature of the programming from the AI to you. And so all of a sudden you're 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 caught saying, "Well, I feel better because you know I've I've released you know that, that sexual tension." But your wife doesn't feel any more intimate with you simply because you did, or you're just you're not really doing that out of your heart, or because you love your wife. You're just trying to get that that you're just trying to have sex that night. You're just trying to have you know intimacy that night with your wife. You know, unless it's maybe a combination of the both or what have you, because you're just you, know, you don't understand women. You're trying to understand women. Not that women are all that understandable, to be quite quite frank. Um, but I, I think I have an easy answer to your question. Okay, good. Could there be an AI that somebody could go to like a therapist? The answer to that is yes. How that would happen would be that somebody would have to create an AI program that has a very specific designated type of machine learning that is also developed by psychologists, sociology. It'd have to have psychology, sociology. It would have to have um, an insane amount of casework files inputted into this system of of case data it would have to have um countless numbers of uh therapy uh inputs it, it would need an incredible amount of data but yeah. could it happen absolutely it could happen yeah like a counseling ai but it would have yeah. to be i mean and this is this is like my whole theory with like this is like my whole theory with like bitcoin mining and all these cryptocurrencies right okay. like you're solving blockchain data problems. You're moving information. You're solving data information, right? Not anymore. You just create a bot that does that for you through AI. Well, but, <laughs> right. But what information are you moving and 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 solving? Like, what problems are you solving? What you what know. information? You don't, you don't know. Right? You don't care. You're just getting paid for it. So yeah. what if what if what if cryptocurrency mining over all these years? was data mining for AI and machine learning. I'm sure some of it was, if not all of it. Yeah. Because where's AI going to get all this information? It's going to just surf well, the it, internet, right? Yeah, it's it's data points from the internet continually. Yeah, it's it's data points from, from Google, from everything else like that. and From your phone, from your yes. credit card purchases, but, 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 everything. But going back to that husband-wife illustration, it would also have to know who the husband is, what are his work hours, what are her stresses and so on and so forth. So some of that data input, it might be able to find through social media. Well, it would need that default of reasoning. Right. The, right. This is a 48 yeah. year old man. Okay. Who, who's white suburban. Who has handled trained, this yeah. situation like this. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Like that. So, many times. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. So like if they, if they put all my information in there and so on and so forth, or you say, ask you more questions about yourself. Tell me a little about you. What's stressing you about but your see, wife? Is it already learning that yeah. from your phone microphones and things like that? Yeah, maybe that's it, kind of the theory that people have. Well, not, here's my other thing. Well, you, even if it's not, and you start inputting all that data into it, like about yourself, like this, yeah. is, this is the problem I want. This is how many times I want to have sex with my wife during the week. She doesn't agree, and how can I make this change? What can I do? And it starts giving you information. And, and the only thing that you care about is just having sex and not really having intimacy with your wife. It, it makes everything robotic at that point because then then it's just sex then it's just it's just a bang you know it's all it is so it, it takes something that's that's one of the most deepest human experiences that's available to human beings that's supposed to be between husband and wife and then cheapens it to an act you know like we're not already doing that so that's what that's here's my point well I guess that depends what the question is you're asking the AI I, I'm just I'm sticking so are with you asking are you asking the AI how do I have more sex with my wife? How are you asking the AI? Why does my wife not want to have sex with me? Are you asking how no, do no, no, I no, 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 no. create I'm, more intimacy what, in my house? No, you're you're not asking that. You're asking essentially um, how do I have more sex with my wife? That's the only thing you care about. And the AI starts proposing situations or gives you a a, a, a plan to do that. What you're doing, then you're becoming the robot. That essentially just does this, 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 and this, and then but, what you. But what if those data points are actually legitimate data points that have been studied over years and years and years that are written in hundreds of books? Right, right, right. Here's my point. So, so you start. It, it's just like this. It's like having to solve a problem like that that's not human from somebody who's an AI. Yeah, they don't have the know? emotions unless right. it's inputted. Right. So even even if they're trying to trying to be emotional about it, it's it's still problematic because. It, it's not, the AI can't possibly know, even with all the data points, 
what your wife is really thinking about your ultimate conquest with having sex with her, you know, and to not explain that to your wife and go to your wife and have those conversations, but go to somebody else and have those conversations. All of a sudden you're having this weird emotional affair, you know, with AI where you're like, I'm, I'm, I, I need to go to AI and ask him other questions and ask it other questions or her or she or it or whatever. I'm pretty sure know? there's AI chat rooms you can go to. Um, I, I know. I know there is. I, I guarantee you there is. You know, so I've never been to one. I, I'm, not, I'm just the, the only, the only, the only knowing uh, experience I've had with AI has been, you know, chat GPT. I've not used any other AI outside of some other ones to put together some videos and what have you for that. I've used some art ones. You know, so, oh, yeah, yeah, we we did use some art ones on a Discord server. Yeah, we did that. It generated some beautiful art. really did. It um, can, but that that particular one was very, uh, it needed more information. Right. The more information you give it to generate something is very interesting. In what like it, it didn't get the concept of a cigar. It no. really didn't. No, no, it did not. It, I would agree with that. Um, so, it, it, in, in as much as things, as this whole issue is coming up and we're all starting to, you know, integrate this into our lives and what have you, what do you think the ultimate danger, I just gave you some dangers in there. What do you think the ultimate danger is, the, the extinction of the human race or the extinction of the human experience? I, I think it's what we've already seen. I think it's just the fact that... Uh, Somebody's going to go to TikTok to look for an answer before they pick up a book. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right? Like, people aren't going to look to other people for answers anymore. It's, they already don't. Well, they, they do through video and through computer. Right. They, like, the, the number one search video on on YouTube's are how-to videos, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, that's, that's a big, 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 big plus for YouTube and for uh, human beings. So... What what's fascinating is I so I just posted that video right on on our uh, on best cigar reviews. Let me see how it did, and so I posted it probably about less than an hour ago. So let me see how it did because I I've, I've been told that it it declines. Um, so right now we're at 117 views in 58 minutes. Okay, that's somewhat average. That's somewhat average. But all, the the thumbnail just says the history of cigars. That's all it says. You know, and it's in 60 seconds, you know, less than that. So, but I want, I want to play it for you because it's 45 seconds and I want you guys to hear it so you can hear it. And so I'm going to connect it. Can you connect it to the, to, to the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, the soundboard. I'll connect to the soundboard and let me see if I can connect it real quick. There's the road. It is connected. So turn it up and I'll play it. This 45 seconds. This is what AI said, the history of cigar You can't see the video, but you can definitely hear it. Cigars have a long history dating back to ancient civilizations in the Americas. The Mayans and Aztecs are believed to have been among the first people to use cigars, and they played a significant role in these cultures for both ceremonial and recreational purposes. Cigars were introduced to Europe in the 16th century, following the arrival of Christopher Columbus in the Americas. Initially, cigars were considered a luxury item and were primarily smoked by the wealthy. Over time, cigars became more widely available and popular, and today they are enjoyed by people all over the world. Cigars are often associated with relaxation and indulgence, and they continue to be enjoyed by many people around the world for their flavor and the ritual of smoking them. That's the whole video right there. You know, 45 seconds essentially. That's the whole video. So AI generated that from chat GPT, you know, the videos and stuff like that. I put in there through another AI bot that was just grabbed cigar videos, probably from Adobe and you know, what other videos are on the internet and so on free, free, you know, royalty free videos. So well, see now with this quantum, this is a whole nother layer, man, with the quantum compute with like quantum computing and now mm-hmm. with like the nuclear uh, fusion power, mm-hmm. that's really what AI is limited by right now. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but but now I mean, here's the other thing too. In that regard, we just had fusion power be the next big jump from yeah, nuclear. Yeah, was downsized. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't know about this, scientists have now confirmed there's a way to harness fusion power. Now, what that means is into you have, like a, a Gatorade bottle size, essentially. Right, right. And so what that means is you can easily, easily with clean energy that has no carbon emissions. 
uh, power a, a small city to a very large New York City off one of these fusion cells. And if you don't know anything about fusion reaction and everything, we've been doing reaction and splitting atoms ever since the A-bomb, you know, in the 40s. And so we've just never been able to harness it, and that's why you have this ginormous explosion, if you would. Now we've been able to harness this energy, and then now engin- excuse me, engineers are taking all of that data, and what they're trying to do is engineer something that where you can harness it, then power you know, a grid from that fusion reaction. So uh, can AI help with that? 100%. If it does help with that, is there, because AI needs power to exist. I mean, you, we, we understand this from, from the Matrix, the whole Matrix movie. Now, here's the other thing, too. Um, the Matrix movie is almost prophetic, if you would, in this sense, if we're talking about war, worst case scenario, Terminator Where, 2. Yeah, the they took way. over. Yeah, they, they took over, and then they used humans to generate energy, if you would, because the energy was was gone and because of this big nuclear war that happened, so uh, allegedly or what have you, depending on how you watch that. And and then they created this this you know simulation to keep humans alive and well in their brains, but that's not the real world that the humans are living in because the humans initially ended up being spoiler, humans initially just ended up being you know uh, Duracells, you know, <laughs> Energizer batteries to to continue to power this AI that took over the, the you know, the, that created a simulation for humans to live in. So here, and here's something you see proposed a lot now today too. I think this is on the heels of the AI, the fusion and everything coming out. Is that, is this just a big simulation we're living in? You got guys like Neil deGrasse, okay? Astrophysicist, okay? One of the smartest men in the entire world. IQ off the charts. That's saying it's hard to not debate that, we're not in some kind of simulation, okay? That's He's one of the smartest people in the world. A lot of people are buying into that. Now, here's the problem I see with that, okay? Here's the problem. If you believe we're in a simulation, okay, then, then your life isn't precious. It just isn't. It's just part of a simulation. If you believe the matrix is real and you believe all this stuff is real, then, then your own personal life and health or anything else like that doesn't really matter, doesn't matter if you live, doesn't matter if you die, doesn't matter anything else like that. It's just all just a simulation. So it doesn't really matter. It's all just a game, if you would. So what that simulation does, it cheapens human life. It absolutely erases human souls. Wouldn't you agree with that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because there's no value to a soul, okay, at, at all if you're just part of a simulation. And it, it can't explain the deepest part of human emotions like love and like, you know, faith and things like that. You can't, it can't explain that. They, it can try to explain it and so on and so forth. But you can't, when you ask, for, I asked AI, who is God? That was one of my favorite ones. Who is God? I was surprised it didn't say me. But it, it said, I said, who is God? And it gives me this brief overview of the history of what they think God has, many religions and what have you and so on and so forth. And, you know, Christians think this and, you know, uh, Judaism thinks this, Muslims think this. And it just takes the big three, you know, the Christianity, Judaism, and, and Islam. Um, so in the, in the midst of that, I was really, really shocked that, like, like in the simulation, could the simulation create a simulation? If you would, so now you have people thinking that so it all it also cheapens human life. I think that's the biggest problem I have with AI. Right? Is it's not working for us. It can actually be working against us. You know, and it and and our dependency upon it means less dependency on each other. And you have if you want to see a human being absolutely crumble, find nobody that it can depend on. That's where you see these weird social media posts where someone's like, "I'm just done. This is it." I'm, I'm, I'm finished. I hate people. I trust nobody. Stab me in the back once. There's a thousand different memes. Stab me in the back, back once, you know, and I've learned. Think whatever you want to call it, you know. And, and, but that dependence on people is very, very important for a person's human personal growth. Like you have to fail and you have to succeed with people in order to gain trust. Like if you, for example, if you just succeed, you never fail somebody, you're never going to gain their trust. If you just fail and you never succeed, you never gain their trust. And gaining trust from people builds friendship, builds relationship and everything else like that, both in love relationships with your wife and so on and so forth, and in friendships with people. You have to come through and you have to fail with people as well. But AI doesn't fail. It just succeeds. It All it does is succeeds. All it does is give you exactly what you want. Helps you create your own world, if you would where everything is, you're making money and everything is, is hunky-dory, and then you just, I think you finally just get bored. 
because that's one of the best things about the human experience is you have to work through things. Well, I mean, I think I don't think we're living in a simulation because a simulation would be an imitation of something. Right. And right. You you would have to imply that there was a that life is being imitated from a world that was already here. Yes. And that's a whole nother thought process. Right. But I think if anything, it's getting us more ready for things like the metaverse so that people can live into this. Simulation. Here's the other thing too. I mean, it we do not have the transfer of consciousness to anything mechanical or electronic possible ever. Mm. It's never been done. No, it hasn't. They're been close, done. I think, with with moving like some people's information. Well, with people's information, like yeah, downloading, and you, can, and you can generate responses like the person would have had. But it's but in order to have a consciousness, you have to have a soul. Yeah, and so if the soul is gone, and, and heaven or hell, whatever you want to call yeah, it, yeah, that's fair. Okay, if it's gone from the person, then it's not the really. It's not. It's not person. It's like you said. It's it's a simulation of who they be. Right. It's an imitation. Right. Right. And so you can you can take that and people can maybe find comfort later on. It's like you know I never met my the, I never met my grandpa Reith. I never did. He died before my mom and my dad. And so if AI generates, you know, what my grandfather would be like, if you would, and what he would, how it interact, it's not his consciousness I'm interacting with. It's a, it's a simulation of who he might have been. And yeah. so, like, it can that create some comfort for me just because I never met my grandpa, my grandpa Reef? Sure. But am I, am I still lacking that, like, I, I didn't have, you know, camp trips with grandpa. I didn't have, like... You know, fireside talks, Grandpa. He smoked a pipe. I didn't smoke a pipe with Grandpa. You know, this simulation can do all that kind of stuff. They can even create a robot to do that kind of stuff. It doesn't have the soul of my my grandpa, my grandpa Reith. Now, right. here's the weird thing about this. It's the same thing I, I think of what, with cloning. I was thinking the same. I was the, I was sitting on the edge of my seat waiting for an answer, waiting for a second to squeeze that in. Right, right. I they, mean, they they would look like you, but they would never act like you. Right, and the cloning is 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 really difficult because. You're, I remember when this happened. This happened back in, I, I was, I, I first became a pastor in 94. With the sheep? Huh? You're talking about when they cloned the sheep? Yes. Uh, Nelly or something like that? I think it was Nelly. Uh, something's telling me closer to 2000, 98, 99. It could have been. Well, yeah, it, could, it, it was It was somewhere in there. Because I remember it pretty well, pretty well. too. Okay. I, I remember that they cloned a sheep and uh, they raised it from kind of a test tube, if you would, off the DNA of the other sheep. Yep. And... What was really interesting about that is that uh, I remember talking to somebody in my church about it. I ran a basketball ministry and we were doing playing basketball every Thursday night with a bunch of street kids. It was great. Loved it. Had such a great time. Uh, Dolly. Dolly. July Dolly. of 96. 96. We okay. were close. So I became pastor in 94. Um, Dang, I remembered that. And then and then as I was as I was growing as a, as a youth pastor, part-time youth pastor, we had the street ministry. I remember one of my guys' name was Dave. Uh, his name was Dave Zimmerman, I remember. And... Uh, I asked Dave what he thought about that. He goes, it's very dangerous to play God with people because mm. you're going to create somebody without a soul. And I thought, but well, what if they're just creating limbs and everything else like that? He goes, I'm not really concerned with that because that's not where science is going to stop. They're yep. going to go further and further and further. You know, and if Spider-Man taught us anything, when you create <laughs> when you create a, a limb, you just goes further and further and that limb ends up turning you to Doc Ock, you know, and you try to kill people. So I, I think that there's, a, there's that real danger of playing God. I think that's one of the things I see with AI as well. You're asking AI super spiritual. I mean, everything's spiritual, but super spiritual questions. Okay. Because for example, I'll show you how everything's spiritual. Ask me a question. I'll get to the spirit of everything you're asking. Ask me a question. You think it has no bearing on spiritual. Uh, what kind of question? Okay. Ask me a question. Uh, I don't care. Ask me any question. Oh my goodness! I'll show you how, how it has bearing on everything. Everything is spirit. Everything you ask is why. Uh, why do I see orange on this shirt? Okay. Why do you want to see orange on that shirt? I don't. That's the color I see. I know. Why do you think it is that you see that color? Couldn't tell you. Yeah. Well, because you were created to see orange, and then society deemed it as orange, and we created that. But orange existed way before we ever deemed it a color. Guess who created the color? See, everything's spiritual, I mean, you could, dude. You could have done better than that, though. I could have. Because you could have been like, well, there's the colors of the rainbow, the reflection of off the sure. light. Your God created your eyes to be able to take the light in. Sure, and sure. <laughs> my, my whole but point, yes, I get what you're saying. My whole point is every question comes down 
to a spiritual question. But it was like, created why, to, to why, why designed this way. Yeah, why are we here? Yeah. What, what's the purpose and why are we here? And so when I meet young man after young man after young man that come in my shop and sit up in my lounge and so on and so forth, and we get down to every question they ever ask me, it always comes down to the spiritual question. And the issue is AI can't be spiritual because it doesn't have a soul. You can even try to program it with one, and it won't say that. It'll have to be objective, okay? And, and here's the thing. What if... It's man. Oh man. Now we're going to go down another rabbit hole. Let's so hear it. me let's out. Do right. It. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's Where are say, we on our time? Where are we at on our time? Uh, we're getting close. We are. We're at almost an hour. That's yeah. crazy. Let's say, let's say you took like, let's say you took the same guys that created the Bible. Okay. Was it 40 people? Yeah. Over 40. I was like 42, 44. Let's say you yeah. took those same 44 people. All men, different walks of life. Yep. And you stuck them in a room and you said, we're going to create a, a, a Bible AI that is going to know the word in and out to the point of like, if I asked it, hey, according to the Bible, what would Jesus do in this situation? Do you think that it would be able to populate a response? Not a human one. Would it be a logical response that somebody could take? That's the great thing about human beings, man. We're not logical. Yeah. I mean, we, you you can you can say but that would we it, have would logical it fit, responses. Though? Yeah. I mean, like, I'm would sure you be able to take that that it gives and say, okay, like like like, would you be able to say, me somebody reading through the word could get the same response essentially that the AI would give you from asking the question? Maybe I'll I'll say it this way, like it's a weird ask, thing. It's a I weird ask, thought, dude. If I asked um, King David. You okay. know, who was one he called a man after God's own heart and also committed adultery and killed, murdered the husband of the woman that he slept with, Bathsheba. Yeah. Okay. Who was one of his generals who loved him. Okay. Which, I mean, you talk about a guy who's a godly guy, pretty much, you know, ends up, ends up sleeping with a girl that he saw off his balcony bathing. So first you got voyeurism. Oh, Jesus comes from his lineage, yeah, essentially. Oh, 100%. So. 100%. So that just shows you that God uses broken people to do great things. So. In, in in the midst of this, you, if you ask David the question like, uh, "What are the consequences of adultery?" Mm. Okay, he'll say, "I mean, you're going to see a, a probably a generated response from that is that, well, first off, God didn't let me have my first son, so the the, the child was was killed as a, a result right. of that. Okay, the child was killed, and then all of his lineage and his, and his other children that he had would war against one another. They continually, you know, so that there wasn't another another." king outside of probably Solomon, you know, that was, you know, or a part of David's lineage that was just great and good and, and chased God with all the heart. Even Solomon, uh, when he was asked, when he asked God, God basically comes to Solomon and says, I'll give you whatever you want. I'll give you whatever you want. You can have anything you want. And Solomon said, I just want one thing. And this is the one thing that AI cannot do. He has one thing. He says, I just want wisdom. I just want wisdom. AI can learn everything learn data points it can learn data but until you take data okay until you take data and test it it'll never become knowledge and then once knowledge is applied then it becomes wisdom and so essentially you have data knowledge and then wisdom With it could help us gain wisdom because it can solve a lot of those problems faster i think sure sure or help with that that would be the only here, thing i here, see here's the problem with you can't gain yeah. wisdom unless you fail at something that's true and and ai cuts out the failure aspect of it so you can't, here's the thing. I can't believe that Gary Vee isn't talking about this because he's a big guy on failure. I can't believe that other guys out there on YouTube or podcast or Joe Rogan or anybody else like that is not talking about this because AI cuts off the human, the human falter fact of you have to fail in order to succeed. You have to fail in order to learn things. You just do. You have to like, here, here's the reality. You have to try something you're, to fail you're and saying, to learn. You're saying the fact that I could go to AI and get an answer immediately without failing and learning that on my own. Or doing the work to get okay. there. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that I was right. understanding what you were saying. Or doing okay. the work to get there. You don't yeah, do yeah, the yeah. work to get there. No, you're that's not a good learn. point. You're, 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 you're taking a life shortcut. Right, right. And that, I think I think that's, the, that's part of the problem here is that what AI is going to do is cheapen the human experience down to a question-answer format for all of life. And then all of life becomes extraordinarily boring, okay, except for those cultures that are not touched by it because mm. they're isolated from it. Let's say the Amish. Let's say the Mennonites. Let's say people like that that are living off the grid or what have you. And, and more and more people are going that direction because they see this is going to be some of the problems that we see later on down the line. Now, with that all said, do I think that we're already pre-programmed to 
uh, succeed much more than fail, 100%. 100% we're more programmed to do that. We're more programmed to succeed in all these different aspects of it. And we see it happening all the time. There's a billionaire, there's a new billionaire daily being made. Daily. And in, I, I forget what it was. I think it was during COVID in 2019, 20. So when there, it was like uh, two or three billionaires a day were being made because the crypto thing was going off the charts because people couldn't work and they had to find some way to make money. Crypto went huge. Or they, you know? or they invested in Pfizer. Yeah, and they, yeah, they, they were backdooring everything. So, um, the the American public in particular. Uh, but here, here's the here's the crazy thing. So, coming to a conclusion, all this is AI good or bad for the future of mankind? Depends who's using it, man. With great power comes great responsibility to go back to Spider-Man. Everything goes back to Spider-Man. Just think about that for a second. <laughs> so, I yeah. mean, I, I I have friends that work in AI at Apple. Sure, I have friends sure. that work in programs they won't tell me about. Like right, it, right. I, I, it, it, it happens on my phone every day. I've been using it to my knowledge, uh, you know, since Pandora, mm-hmm. you know, since before mm-hmm. that, you know. Um, I think there's some really interesting aspects that could make life easier mm-hmm. but i think like you're saying i think i think what it's going to do is it's going to um it's going to take away from what your life is really supposed to be meant to do here yeah i, I think that's one of the dangers that, that i see in the future and, and so but not not what we think about ai ai what do you think about that and so do me a favor and please email us at cut light smoke podcast at gmail.com that's cut light smoke podcast all one word at gmail.com and give us your thoughts, comments, questions, or insults on this topic of AI. And with that said, guys, we're going to get back to work. We had a great time talking with you. Have a happy new year, and we'll catch you after 2023. Peace.